0: I'm digging deep for the funny this week, bro. I need you to, uh, I need you to lift me in spirit.
1: Let's see what I can do, man. You're obviously
0: here for the number one mixtape podcast on the internet. Bro, are we yeah. fried beans supposed to tune to the toilet like this? Welcome to the Dip in Butter Program with Kat and Wes.
1: Figure out what you can figure out when you can figure it out, nigga. Just be here. One Average, to ten. How you feel? about okay, now. Seven,
0: seven. Welcome to the Dipped in Butter program. Good morning, good evening, happy Friday, Tuesday, whatever day that looks like for you. That you listen to podcasts and you put your earbuds in so your coworkers don't talk to you. This is the number one mixtape podcast on the internet, the Dipped in Butter program. We're happy to be here. I'm excited to talk to my friend. We got a lot of stuff to go over today. Some of it might be important. A lot of it's probably going to be bullshit. But hey, we are here. We are here across from me. That's my guy. That's your guy. That's every Young 89 on all the socials that he has left. He is doing his best to stay in connection with you guys. If you don't got his number, you better get it soon because the more I talk to him, the more he sounds checked out from the social media thing. But uh, other than that, we call him Elmer Young around here or the motherfucking goddamn glue or our motherfucking friend. What's going on? My guy Wes with no T.
1: A whole lot of that man. I'm here. It's um Monday in real life. Um Tuesday in it pod world. Real. Um, and I'm I'm feeling like it's Monday. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I was tired today, boss. But we are we gonna make it through. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, and I ain't gonna. Uh, I'm gonna try and make it through with the best spirits. Like it's always one of those things again. Like. I'm happy to be here now So fuck it, let's do it Yeah, I mean, let's let's get through this 90 minutes But not to digress too far into that With uh, well, my guy across from me with the hottest takes in the United States That is Cat a K with two Ts on the end of that thing You can catch my man at katandcrunch.com You can still dip it to the cereal shit Or you can catch my man on youtube.com Slash dip and butter program Where just go there, run up the views, do whatever you want to do We don't really care right now We'll talk one day, apparently it's not going to be one day soon um, just is what it is. Where else do we want to go this week? Um, I, we'll, we'll keep it regular. We always want to be at drinkwater.com slash dipped and buddy program because water is the real, uh, adult beverage, the real choice of adults. Um, so make sure you stay hydrated out here. Um, but you can also catch my guy most and more importantly here each and every Tuesday or whichever day is pod day in your life on the dipped and Buddy program, wherever podcasts are placed, because that's where this one is. My nigga and yours was popping.
0: Water is the only thing that's consistently good in my life right now. Not like, <laughs> that sounded bad. That sounded like I don't love my family or some shit. But like, when I say good, I mean like in consumption. Because like I hate to, I was in fear. I've already told y'all, like, I'm scared to turn into the fitness, workout, nutrition guy. But it's just, it is what it is. Fuck it. <laughs> A year from now, none of this will matter to me. So I might as well talk about it while it's important, right? All right. Fucking, I, I told you like, I, I do like Saturdays of the day that I kind of treat myself and I let myself just kind of eat what I want to eat all throughout the week. I eat consciously. And even when I eat what I want to eat, I still kind of like count the calories, whatever right. the fuck ever. Mm-hmm. But this past Saturday, I wasn't in the mood to like cheat. I just like wanted to just eat regular. So I made myself some decent fucking tacos and I called and I was like, well, maybe I just won't have a cheat day this week. That but then like a, I had that to work like Sunday. like a
1: great name of a restaurant, Decent Fucking Tacos.
0: Decent fucking top. I would eat there. See
1: what I'm saying? It's probably
0: better than Hothead Burritos, if I'm being honest. Hothead no Burritos. No doubt
1: about it, fam. And you know no, what's bad?
0: Sidetrack for a second. Let's talk about Hothead Burritos. Please don't let me forget to talk to you about water. Let's talk about Hothead Burritos for a second. For those of y'all that might not be from Ohio, Hothead Burritos is like if Chipotle didn't take a bath. Like, that, For is that sure. Yeah.
1: Hotheads is definitely the Mexican food choice of the trailer park.
0: It's like if you go to Chipotle for clean eating in the burrito style, you go to Hot Heads if you like when your burrito falls on the floor.
1: Yeah, if you, you know want what I'm a, saying? if you want a little bit of Mexican with a whole lot of mess, go on down the hot <laughs> Go on the
0: hot heads. And I'm talking shit, but I used to eat there because, like, you know, when we lived in Columbus, it was one right around the corner from the crib. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. sometimes you don't feel like Chipotle. But you want a burrito. And if you don't live in the Southwest like me and Wes do now, if you're from Midwestern states like Ohio and Michigan and shit, your burrito options ain't as baller as they are. Very limited. Here. So you got Chipotle, Taco Bell, and then you got like hotheads and weird shit like that. So I used to eat there, bro. And like I had convinced myself I liked it. But then after eating it like a good dozen times, I was like, why am I doing this? Like one I'm time. literally coming through the door for the cookies.
1: One time for me, fam. All it took was one time to be like, "Yep, this ain't it." Like it's it's bad, and I hate to say it like this because I love this place, but like Heads is the Aldis of Chipotle style food.
0: Hotheads is the Aldis of Chipotle, bro. Yeah,
1: yeah flat out. So like, and you, I love all I love Aldis. I don't love Hotheads, so I don't want to say that. I but love Aldis. Yeah, that's right. I love. Aldis. Bro,
0: we're getting bro. We are like <laughs> layers of sidetrack. I can say that, I like, we're, we're a day or two removed from Easter at this point. Mm-hmm. And I know I make a lot of religious jokes on here, but they just be podcast <laughs> jokes. I do have respect for religion. But I do want to take, like, I almost lost my train of thought here. What, what did you just say just now about the fuck? All these.
1: Oh, I sorry. love, yeah, I'm I'm love all yeah. See, no this problem. is what
0: happens when you get on too many layers. I do want to thank white Jesus for all these and I want to thank White Jesus particularly for Audie's. And, like, being the age that I am, I feel very fortunate to come up in an era where Audie's was a place that you used to be ashamed to walk into.
1: right?
0: And now it's really this shit. Like, bro, my dad and stepmom, we used to shop at Audie's. We used to get I, fruit rounds. Like, I came up on fruit rounds. I
1: don't, I don't want to put you on another tangent, but it's the champion of grocery stores. <laughs>
0: how could you not win a podcast and you're on fire bro champion was bullshit when we was growing up bro now champion hoodies is like 70 they nigga. are champion expensive. is really a high level fuck <laughs> you get me this is why we podcast. you get me you know exactly what i'm saying back bro, to like water. we watched Ch- bro we watched champion and all these go from being some shit that you used to be thoroughly embarrassed about like if if none of y'all remember this air, like I remember, <laughs> like getting out of the car with my dad for, on all these trips, and literally like looking around to make sure I don't see nobody I know before we go in. There. Oh lord! And I don't even understand. Like I, I guess I don't know why it matters because like what you eat, it ain't like you niggas don't wear their cereal box on their shirt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like who the right. fuck is gonna know what but, cereal you eat?
1: But niggas definitely look at you. And determine just by looking at you, whether you eat name brand or story brand shit, though, when we that's came a up. Fact. Though. That's a fact. You that's might not fact. know, but it might be a thing. And like, Aldi's is the shit now, fam, for nobody who's ever been to Aldi. Like, Aldi has its own smell. Like, the air in Aldi's is the, that's the only air you will ever smell that smells that way in Aldi's and, like, now they got new, like, updated. They look like they are in the new millennium 2022 designed Aldi's. But Aldi's is probably the only store that got away with living in the 70s for a long, long fucking time until now. Even if you look
0: at their sign, it's 70s font.
1: 70s fucking font, bro. 70s font.
0: And I can tell you what that that, that air is and that smell is when you go in Aldi's. It's heavy cardboard dust. Of course. Like, because when boxes are flying around as much as they are in Aldi's because – Nobody has grocery bags or a cart and everybody's like grabbing the last box that was holding the soup so they can put their off-brand chips in the box to You're put like, in their basket. There's Every, something. It's too much destiny. Uh,
1: there's something golden about, you know, uh, growing up a little ghetto and being a little broke. Yeah. I mean, because now when you go in Aldi's, you just are like a regular member of Aldi's. You know how this thing works, but it's so cute seeing the people who have never been to Aldi's who
0: be, walk up like, to the cart,
1: for- who walk up to the carts and they'd be like, Oh, you need, you need a quarter. You need a... I've never... Literally, the first time... But I, they just built one out here where we live at not too long ago, so we was geeked to go in there. And the lady in the, in the store, she walked in rallies. in front of us, and she couldn't get the cart, and she walked in, and the dude was having to tell her, like, no, it's genius. Like, this is how they get you to return the fucking cards because mm-hmm. as and small and minute as it is, your dumb ass wants this quarterback because it's your quarter. So, like, you need to have that. And then we was all around the store, and they had, like, the the fucking rat cages full of the like empty boxes and shit and I was like these poor people don't even know what to do with this they meanwhile, meanwhile I'm squeezing past them I'm like excuse me and grabbing the boxes off the shelf I'm moving I'm moving, <laughs> I'm moving, moving right like, past you. yeah I'm moving the last two three items out of this box into the other box so I can take this box and they just looking at me like what the fuck are
0: you doing you you're reaching out? past them they, they think you're going for the last box of brown sugar pop tarts but I you're actually trying to get the box yeah I
1: need contained. the whole box so I can put the rest <laughs> of my groceries in it once I get up to the front counter yeah I mean, and you're going to find out once you get up there and they ask you if you if you want bags or not. And they charge your ass for fucking bags. Like, nah, we don't need that, fam.
0: Fam, the the only thing that would be better than putting quarters in your cart to take it in and make sure you bring it back so they don't have to pay employees to go outside would be if they made you put your driver's license in Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Like, the only way that could be better. That's the only way it could be better, bro. Like, I kind of miss being able to access all these now. Like, I don't think we have any. Like, we have. Off-brand shit, but it ain't right. all these. Like Aldi. I need to walk right. in in all these. I don't want like Super Savers or Food Kings. You know and what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I want
1: Aldi's. And then not even that. It was it was true when we walked in there. Like Aldi's got some real shit in it, though. Like did, here, like, all, it. like Aldi's got the real shit. That's the real price, and it's like, well, nah, fam. You probably shouldn't buy that. Like, it's not what you come to Don't Aldi for. Like, that you. You can tell that's the draw. Like, they're trying to draw some of them folks in because if you can see the Oreos next to the Oreos, <laughs> <laughs> you, you might learn something in that store that you never knew that you were gonna learn.
0: Bro, you know what I miss about '90s Aldis, and I know you'll feel me on this they as great as Aldi's was, like you could really do, like, you could do somebody bad on like stocking up on eggs or getting milk at a decent price or off brand Pop Tarts, little shit like that. But I do miss this about 90s Aldi's, which they made better, which good on them. They were correct for making it better. But I do miss them being really bad at vegetables. Like, do you remember getting. Or yeah. at least looking at or touching vegetables in Aldi's in the 90s. Yeah, like, nah. all the vegetables used to be warm. And I never understood why they would be warm because they would be sitting in a refrigerated bin, but then you'd, like, pick up the broccoli and it's room temperature. Like, yeah. why would that be the case?
1: Yeah, uh going to get your, like, produce was definitely not the thing to go and get from Aldi's. Like, again, you just want... Your fucking pop tarts. You want your uh your your berry rounds. You know what I'm saying? Like you want you just want the shit that you like with the off brand name when you go to Aldi's. You're not really um looking for your meatloaf um for Sunday night out of Aldi's. That's not and e- and even like now it's gotten better. But even still, like if you go and buy some out of Aldi's meat wise, you probably like need to use that within the next couple days. Still. Like, <laughs> you're gonna you're and, gonna want to yeah, cook that tonight. Yeah, you're gonna want to use that real 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 fast, fam. That's the only way that it's gonna work.
0: Yeah, I I would not. Back to water though. I don't want you to
1: forget your water point. We might be way far gone at this point. Yeah, I
0: almost forgot. So the fucking water thing, like I was telling you about, like having my cheat days and shit, and Mm -hmm. I had skipped it. But actually, on Easter Sunday, I had to work, so fucking, uh, I ended up like saying, you know what, I'm at work today. I don't need to be here. I'm going to treat myself today.
1: So your job doesn't care about Jesus either.
0: No, 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 okay. no, 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 Well, at least they know that I don't have any family. One or the other is true. They know I don't have any family or they know that they don't care about
1: Jesus or something. So water is the best thing in your life and mm-hmm. you don't have a family. We're
0: doing this. This sounds bad. I'm going to have to edit this out. But what I'm saying is, is I ended up at work and I made the conscious decision. Like, you know what? I'm going to go get myself some fast food today. I deserved it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I've been good all week. I've been staying strict on my regimen. And you know, I ended up pulling into Kentucky Fried Charlestons, bro. I went to Kentucky Fried Charlestons <laughs> and I picked me up one of their new chicken sandwich meals. And I don't know when they decided to change their fries. When they changed their fries, bro.
1: Love it all. Doesn't matter when they decided to change it. Somebody's making great decisions in the front office.
0: Well, you don't you, you, were you not a fan of the wedges? Or I do they have it. the wedges I, and the fries? I, I don't know if they st- the I
1: don't know if they still have the wedges, but the fries are like the fries a great are good. Substitute. That's why I say they're a great substitute I'm not mad at the wedges them. are no longer around.
0: Yeah, if you're gonna switch them, switch them for that. Like, switch don't go crinkle cut rice. on me. You I know, understand you know. the change.
1: We don't want the way you grease fries.
0: I got my I got my food. I ran back up to the job and shit to sit down and eat it at the job. And I ate it and I devoured it. I put sauce on the sandwiches. Everything was good, bro. But mm-hmm. listen, I got up to like throw my trash away. And before I even sat down, I had the bubble guts, bro. Like I'm talking Damn. about my body. Was screaming at me, and I think I've gotten to the point where I can't put poison in my body anymore. Like, I, mean, I think I, I've been I eating too clean.
1: I was about to say you've started you've started to eat a little bit better, I've been so now eating your body will let you know when that same thing has not entered it. Like because you've created that pattern now at this point, so that's a good thing, honestly.
0: But is it? But is it though? I mean, like, you want to keep a little your, poison in you,
1: not for your taste buds, but for your body. It's <laughs> great. Phenomenal for your, your body, you know, it's, t- it's it's one of those things. Like I told you when I went and I was talking to all them doctors, you got to listen to your body sometimes. So, yeah. like, your body might be telling you why you did enjoy this. I hope you are enjoying it for one of the last times. Like, I hope you recognize that this is not our thing no more. We don't we don't like this. We like the other stuff. So, like, sometimes, Bro. you know, you got to listen to yourself.
0: And, and you dead on right because as soon as, like, I felt myself, like, about to boo-boo on myself, like, I immediately pulled my phone out of my left pocket and texted my wife, like, Babe, please remind me that KFC is off the menu going forward. <laughs> like Damn, It is literally to, not an option.
1: I had to say one of them crazy statements to my wife last week. Cause I'm trying to think what day it was it? might have been last Tuesday, whatever case may be. But it was a it was a because um, I'd be on my beer shit sometimes. But like beer? it was a beer. Yeah, beer. Like beer. Can we talk
0: about beer when you get done with this point? And I, I'm going to try my best not to side.
1: Yeah, track of course. So I, you know, I use I usually might have a beer, like one, maybe maybe one or two a night, every other night, something wild like that, whatever case may be. I mean, but this particular night was a um a, a pizza and beer night. You know what I'm saying? Oh. And like. I'm already a particular types of ways with the reds, you know what I'm saying, and the yellows. Yeah, I mean, and um, you know, it's just getting to the point where pizza's starting to get the better of me, fam. So like, <laughs> pizza's beating yeah, you. P- yeah, p- pizza's do because like, like I, the heartburn that I had that night, and like that's the. I point was just about to ask I, you, like,
0: where is it beating you at? Is it yeah, beating you in the grease uh, or it, the or the acidic? Uh, what is yeah, the, yeah, the acidic acidity, content acidity of the tomatoes? So. Like
1: that. Yeah, I don't know, but you know what I mean. The heartburn. Yeah. Kicked my ass, like, to the point where, like, I had to get up, fam. I, I got up out of the bed at, like, 3.30 in the morning and was like, fuck it. I can't take it no more. We're just up for the day. Like, and I had I had been up, like, two or three times already through the night. And, like, I really had to sit back and analyze, like, yo, what the fuck happened? Like, at first, I was going to be sad because I thought it was beer. And I'm like, damn, I really kind of fuck with the be beer, beer. Like, and then I had to sit back and think more. I was like, but we did have that fucking pizza yesterday. I was like, and I've been drinking the beer, and the beer ain't tore my ass up, like, this late at night like that at all. It was the fucking combination of the two. That motherfucking acidity from the pizza was pushing the suds from the beer up. So all I was tasting was beer, <laughs> but it was the pizza that was kicking my ass, dog. And after I got up that third time, I was just, I, I got up, nigga, I took a shower and everything. I was just up like, yeah, nah. Bro, we don't, we don't, we
0: don't. bro I get, to, well, I mean, not picture you fully, but like just the idea of you leaning over in the shower. With your forehead on your forearm, yeah, leaning up against the shower wall, trying to figure out what's happening to you is yeah, amazing.
1: T- too too much, bro. I was like, yeah, I'm, we're not going to do that combination anymore. So again, you know, pizza's starting to, um, or like, I got to give like pizza a cutoff time or something like shit is weird out here. I can't right? have
0: pizza after
1: Yeah, 3:30. after 6.30. Yeah, pizza after 6.30 is a no-go. <laughs> can I share with you
0: that that's one of my biggest fears? Like As we get older, bro, as we're kind of like coming around the second base in life, like You know, you would always see like antacid commercials and they would like always show your favorite foods before they show the pills. (laughs) Like every antacid commercial is showing, it shows six of your favorite dishes and then it shows a big gallon of fucking horse tablets. The the commercial says what it's saying, but basically what black men are hearing is, if you don't be careful, like this this is going to be your life. Like you're going to have to keep these on tap. And 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 I've always been scared of that, bro. Like I love pizza. I love wings. I love hot dogs. <laughs> Everything that's on the list of what you need Tums for, I love yeah. those things. So I'm bro, I am terrified of getting to the point where my body can't handle pepperoni pizza.
1: And that's even a thing, fam. when it started kicking my ass that night, I got up and tried the Tums first. Like in the Tums the Tums Tums gave me my cooling relief that it says it was going to give me on the bottle for about two fucking hours. But the and problem then we was still right back to it, fam, and I was like, I'll be damned. And then even on what you just said, like niggas getting older and shit, like I had I had to break down, like, cause I I I still be having my weekly appointments, you know what I'm saying, to go check check my shit out. And every time I go, the dude will ask me, like, you know, did you miss any doses this week? Cause they kinda like write me out a different dosage every week to kind of, you know, get me to where I need to be. Um, so a- a- anytime I go, it's usually a no, but there's sometimes that i be, you know, maybe I missed one. I, I can't confirm. I can't deny. <laughs> I really do not know. Right. So the last time I went there, being dude dude, he was like, I was like, all right, check this. I think I might've missed Friday, but I'm not all the way sure. And he was like, nah, I feel you. I was like, and it'd be so terrible. I was like, I can be, I, I was like, I have alarms set on my phone. I said, and the alarm will go off on of my phone and I'll just turn that motherfucker off. And I'll be like, I get it. And then an hour and a half later, I'll be like, shit. Still can didn't I take this it? fucking pill. And he was like, yeah. He was like, sometimes you can have the pill in your hand and something else will happen and you just will not take it. He was like, and I don't want to say this to you like this because this ain't you, but you might just have to break down and get a pill reminder box. And I was like,
0: oh, we're crossing the third, bro? we're talking about some serious shit this week, buddy.
1: So now I have a pill reminder bottle with the fucking. Oh, what? I'm not playing no games. Sunday to Sunday to Saturday, baby, we are pill boxed up because I can't, like, not that I can't afford to miss it, but like, the 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 mental... It just, makes more, it takes it just it. Makes, it makes more makes sense. It just makes more sense. And like I say, particularly because they are my my dosage is usually the same, but like some days it it, it tweaks itself. So now like... And it's just I, so
0: much easier to sort it out in the W box. It is, bro.
1: <laughs> it's so much... It really is so much easier to sort it out in the box, fam. So like, my wife went to the store the other day, and I told her to grab... I, I, before she left, she was like, do you want me to get you something? I was like, grab me some beer, please. You know what I'm saying? And then when she left, after she left, I thought about it. I was like, can you round the pharmacy and find me <laughs> pill reminder <laughs> bottles for the old man, please? And she brought Wes, it home. You know what
0: else is easier? Sitting down in the shower. You want me to get you one of them? No, brands? no, <laughs> no, no, no,
1: no, no. We ain't there. Uh-uh. no, we're not there yet, buddy. We don't, we don't need a bath fitter tub. We are not there yet. Oh,
0: okay, we got to leave this alone because it's all becoming too <laughs> real. But before I leave you, because you know I can never let you be embarrassed by yourself, and maybe you're not embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. I don't nah, know. not at all. But fucking
1: I'm along sharing, those lines, I'm sharing my. Remember experience. when I
0: was. When I was telling you the story about, you know, the nurse back in February and her <laughs> pissing me off and basically catapulting me into losing 45 pounds in two months. Yes, yes. Which that's, I've lost 45 pounds at this point. Fucking, man, you need,
1: when, when's your fucking follow-up appointment? Because you need to make sure you record that.
0: Bro, I'm not going to give her shit neither when she asks or even, even if she compliments me. I'm just dead eye blood. No, I'm going to blood drop down my nose, stare with no reaction, nope, bro.
1: She's going to act like she's never seen you before.
0: I told you I got the fucking like uh the blood pressure machine the home functioning blood pressure machine right yeah yeah. so we're both old at this point I say that to say that we're both old like it's basically a race to like a walker at this point between basically like who's gonna
1: have the cane first and we're gonna dip that bitch in butter hey
0: bro we gotta be careful we're we're getting we too bro speaking of being careful last week I told you about. The foolishness with the scamming texts I've been getting to my phone, right? (laughs) And this shit is really filthy. Like, hold on, man, hold on.
1: Let me let you know in true fashion. Art, are you getting them? Art still imitates uh life and shout out the grand dude, which is Janelle's dad. Uh, he fell for one of the scam texts after listening to our pod no! about not falling for the fucking scam text. Fam. He clicked it,
0: don't click it, grand bro. He clicked
1: it. He had to grand bro, he had to tell on himself too. he was like, fam, after I listened to y'all, this happened to me. Like we tried to warn you. Shit just doesn't go in your favor all the time. You got to be careful, but you know, gl- glad you're still here with us. It didn't uh, eat through all your communication.
0: Right. It didn't, it didn't literally gut your phone from the yeah. inside. So <laughs> praise be to Allah. Um, fam, I think the scammers, like, I think they get intelligent as you get smarter. I think is what's happening. First of all, I want to say that I think you were 100% right. I don't know if he was half joking or full serious when you was like, hey, bro. Make sure you turn your privacy on when you're looking at porn on your phone. And we kind of had a good laugh because it was. But the funniest jokes are always the true ones, right? Yeah, fam, I, and I think I, I, after us recording in my phone hearing it and us laughing about it last week on the podcast, they stopped coming through entirely.
1: Fam, but I don't that's think not I've the gotten punch line,
0: Bro, that's not the punchline of the story. They stopped coming through. And then I think they mutated. Bro, I was sitting at my job yesterday. Doing nothing because it was a do nothing shift. Uh And my phone, like my phone rings with a text. Like I get the text notification. I ain't doing shit. So I'm able to look at it right away. Who's this? That's going to take up five minutes of my time while I'm bored at the job on an Easter Sunday. Right. Couldn't wait to reply to whoever was texting me. I pick up my phone. It's an unsaved 614 number. And fam, it texts. This is what I got in text. Seeming sort of lonely today, dot, dot, dot. You busy? Question mark. Now, when I saw this text, I was like, oh, this motherfucker obviously got the wrong number. I started thinking to myself, like, well, my phone number is still technically 614. So maybe I'm getting a text from somebody back home that thinks they got a number saved that ain't the right. Whatever. You know what I mean? Maybe doesn't miss, And my brain started ticking, like, how could I fuck with this person? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> somebody has the wrong number that thinks they're texting, like, they boyfriend or some nigga they met on Tinder or something. What is the best way I can make this entertaining for myself and possibly create some content for the podcast? I'm literally <laughs> thinking that. As I'm trying to think of the best comedic or genius way to respond, immediately after, like, in the middle of my thought process, I get a picture of a grainy Japanese-style horror half-nude picture in my phone. Okay. And I immediately, like, froze, like, whoa, what the fuck is this? Like, this is going too far. (laughs) Now, immediately, my first thought was like, okay, this is really somebody confused. But then I looked closer, and the picture was so grainy. I was like, this is off the internet. This is a scam. Like, they want me to reply so they can stripe up. like strike up a conversation Mm -hmm. like do the whole, Oh my bad, wrong number. But anyway, what you look like since I (laughs) sent the picture of me, like I'm pretty sure it was that scam. And once I recognized what was happening, like I had a good laugh and wrote it down to talk to you about, but here's the most important part of all of this. After that grainy picture showed up in my phone, just because it was in a text bubble, I immediately started worrying about what my wife would think of this. (laughs) Like, the picture is probably like a stock image that would come up on any Google search. And that would not be a problem. That's but exact. the fact that it's in my text messages it, app, that makes me feel like it, 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 it makes me feel like I'm doing something wrong. Like, why is this happening in my phone?
1: I just feel like you can explain that away. Like that would be the thing that I would leave in my phone, okay. like, even if he was it a, sounds even like a even line. if he was a dirty ass nigga. Like that would be the thing to be like, yo. But look at the photo. Like look at look at the quality of the photo in 2022. <laughs> like this is not anybody that I would particularly like it, it would be a hard to explain. But like then you would have to just completely telling yourself, babe. I watched porn outside the incognito tab. I fucked up. They got I through my phone. Yeah, I've been some, doing some, that. Somehow they got my number. Like it, it, it fucks with me. And like they, shit, they get. I don't know how that shit is crazy. Like it would, that would be a good documentary to watch. How the scammers like get the information from like watching porn through your phone? I would like Like, to see. (laughs) Yeah, like how do how do you get that information? Because fam, they it goes so far sometimes that I get to looking at my other photos and my email and my spam folder and all this other shit, bro. And it'll be an email from a girl with like a she looks like she's from the Philippines or as they say the Philippines. Of course, Um, she looks like she's from there and. It'd be so egregious. Like, it'd be like 240 contacts that she sent this email to. it's like, yuck, right. one. You know, yuck, one. And then, two, like, bitch, you don't know who I am? You're supposed to send me a personal email if that's what you want.
0: Yeah, like, you're going to send me the same email you send to just
1: everybody? And you're going to send a good morning text? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, and see, that's all. You was about to get me off to another tangent. Maybe I'll still say that after I'm done here. But, like, these emails literally just all they say. It's $40. And I'd be like, well, damn, ho, can you disguise it any better way? Like, even, like, I'm not going to respond. But it makes me wonder who is responding. Like, I've never got one of those situations like y'all's text thread where somebody get to respond and he done fucked around and hit reply all. Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. and he, he fuck around and get caught up. But that made me think about back in the day, like, when social media was first a real thing. Like, it was a part of my nasty man phase when you would definitely send out the multiple good morning texts. But, see, Facebook used to be so sweet where you could put them all in the same thing and it would send it out separately.
0: Individually.
1: And then at the some point in time, another nigga had to go through that. So Hove didn't have to do it. Yeah, I mean, and I seen that switch and I was like, thank God it wasn't me. Like, you <laughs> Thank start- <laughs> God I wasn't the one to <laughs> find God this Thank God it out. wasn't me. Like, nigga, how have you just CC'd 68 bitches on a good morning text? Like, this is not going to work for you, G. I-,
0: I have never, and this is not me trying to act above bad game because Lord knows I've had to have some bad game in my elementary or middle school or whatever my years was early. prior to me being yeah,
1: locked Early. In, right?
0: <laughs> so I'm not above bad games. So let me just say that first I don't want to sound away. But, and I certainly don't think that way that I might even accidentally sound, but I'm glad you brought up the good morning text because mm-hmm. I want you – like how good of a job can you do explaining to me what one hopes to achieve by sending out good morning texts, because I knew in the early Facebook days, in the Black Planet days and shit, I knew some good morning beautiful mm-hmm. niggas. Like, yeah, I knew some niggas that would throw out some good. Mo- I knew some niggas that did it on Twitter. Yeah. That sounds insane today sounds to like nice. tweet somebody good morning beautiful. But mm-hmm. I knew some niggas that would do it to broads every morning, like good morning beautiful, first yeah. thing in the morning. Bow. Yeah. What? What does what? Or what did I'll say did like in that time when that was a popular thing to do? What did one hope to achieve by those? What
1: I what I want to call that right now is what I call before this before catfishing became a term, I guess is what I'll call that. But I I would want to call this dual fishing um by dual fishing i mean
0: casting a large net
1: casting a large net to get chose right back you want to cast that net so that same net catches you back in it yeah i mean like i'm fishing for them they fishing for me somebody is going to love this one and then like it's just you try Mm. you trying to be first to the gate like and you can't and this is a part of the shit that me and my wife have been talking about lately how dumb dudes think and how like their shit that dudes really do not know because we don't have enough conversations with women, and this is one mm. of them. A nigga thinks I'm gonna t- I'm gonna send you the good morning text. Not not only because I want to tell you good morning, because I believe a lot of niggas do genuinely might want to say good morning, but there's too much motive.
0: Behind. I genuinely meant that good morning. Yeah, I
1: gen- <laughs> but the motive behind the good morning is what's terrible. You know what I'm saying? Sure. You might really want but like, you tell it a bit because you want to be first. You want to show a bitch that you think about her first thing in the morning. And you mm-hmm. want to, the good morning, first thing in the morning is the attempt to increase your stock.
0: Oh, I like that. Okay, okay. Yeah. Because if you put yourself in her mind, and if the good morning goes well, then essentially what you're doing is you're like you're pulling up to the concert early so you can get a front row seat. Am I in the right ballpark here?
1: Yeah, and then like I, I guess the goal, particularly back then too, was to to get the to get it back. Like a nigga want to send a good morning text out, but a nigga ultimately is looking to get a text back, and like mm-hmm. I guess that's what let you know where you at with it. And like if that that is, no, it's, a good it's point. crazy, but it's crazy to say like you say now that niggas was doing this like and I'm. I'm sure niggas still get away with it now. Somebody's still doing something. Not even get away with it. I'm sure they do it now, but like, uh, uh, it's it's just to try to increase your stock. Like, and I'm sure for most niggas on a basic level, you think I'm sending her good morning. Let's her know that you are thinking about her first thing in the morning, so that should boost your stock with her.
0: And and not for nothing, like I've always been a firm believer in, like, say there's a nigga that me and you both mutually know, and he ain't funny. Mm -hmm. we know he ain't funny, he tries his jokes in our circles when it's homie time and we at the bar or whatever, and we know he ain't the funniest dude, but he cool or whatever so he's still in the circle, but if he's with a chick that likes him he's the funniest nigga in the world, you know what I'm saying, like if she has already decided in her mind that she likes this nigga, he can make some of the dumbest jokes and she will give him the laugh and the smile because it ain't really about the joke, it's about the deliverer of said joke So I say that to say, like, with the good morning thing, maybe it's not the stupidest shit that I like to laugh at it to be, because if a chick get the good morning, beautiful from the nigga that she's been wanting it from for 14 months, it really ain't going to matter what's in the fucking message box. It's just the fact that he put something in there that's going to really matter. So it might be just the formality.
1: Yeah, I think niggas use that as the gauge, though. Like, shit, do do she like me back? Because, like you say, it's so the the bitch is gonna respond fastest to the nigga that she liked the most. So, if you if you can get a text back within minutes of sending yours out, then you're probably doing good. Whether whether you really in the race or whether you are not, like at least the bitch replied back to you. Particularly if it's on a, a consistent basis, I guess that's fine.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. but on Careful.
1: on the on the same subject though, let me ask you something because yeah, it came across oh. my desk, and I'm gonna paraphrase cool. the post that I saw. But I wanna I wanna ask you this to see how you feel about it. I love it when you do
0: this, by the yeah. way. I get excited every time you say, "Let me <laughs> ask you something," because yeah, I know me, it's something fucked up. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah let me ask you something. So I seen I seen a post, and this is not like the first time we've ever heard this. Um, and I'm paraphrasing, of course, but a girl said, um, basically, why would she? Why would she expect anything less from a man when her father set the standard for this? Right. So basically, Ooh, check, I love listen, that. Check me out. So basically, yeah. why would. Why, why would she allow you to be her boyfriend if you can't change a tire and her father knows how to change a tire? Or why would she call you to change a tire and you don't know how when her dad could change a tire?
0: Or why would she, she even entertain she, a man that doesn't know how to do the things she, that her yeah, father's already she, set the president
1: for? My nigga, you got it perfectly without me even having to go down this wormhole. So, really, what it made me think about in the moment, and of course, I talked to my wife about this and like I had to get a woman's perspective on this before I brought it to the show. How fucked up is it just on a like a I guess on a beginning scale out here in the world, thinking about the young man, how fair is it to an 18 year old man that you got to compete with a 40 year old grown ass man that been bankrupt twice, three divorces before he got his life together to impress his fucking daughter who went through the struggle with him. And now that she felt like he didn't set this great standard that you got, you got to, as a 17, 18 year old boy, you got to measure up to 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 the standards that a forty year old man has set. And while I do what I what it made me come to in this conversation is that when women say that, I don't think they realize what they're saying, or I don't think they realize ultimately what their fathers are doing setting that standard. Your father is not really telling you you got to deal with a man that does X, Y, and Z. Your father is supposed to be teaching you to deal with a man who's going to treat you the right way. Mm. And in treating you the right way Some of those other things might happen But I don't think it should Again, like I don't think you should be disqualified Particularly because you don't know how to change a tire Do I think it's sad that a lot of young men Don't know how to change a fucking tire? Yes but whatever. God
0: damn it, my son don't know how to change the tire. I need to get on that today.
1: I, mean, I need to go and, fix that. And it's and it's just a difference of time, so I really can't knock them, which is why I'm kind of arguing for them now. Like, why, why should this 17-year-old man have to have the same skills as your grown-ass father to impress you? And again, like I say, this nigga been divorced twice, bankrupt three times, and he still driving a 20-year-old Mercedes, but... You say that the the new young nigga got to 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 measure up to this nigga, and it's like,
0: do in half do the really, time.
1: Do you really have a chance? And then it, it and then it threw me into the whole cycle of yeah, because kids watch too much TV and BET, and you got these bitches who on the internet shaking their ass, and they only with the rapper niggas, and you got to look like it in order for a bitch to really pay you any attention because a nigga can have it and not look like it and a bitch will not pay him any attention. But it's the niggas who look like they got it that get all the attention from it. And that's a tough crowd to compete with as a young nigga out here if you just, like, on a straight and narrow. And I just thought it was fucked up that the girl had said that. And, like, that I don't think chicks really realize that, like, no, your dad is teaching you how a man is supposed to treat a woman. He not really teaching you that a man is supposed... Again, this ain't the 1940s, fam. Like... Everybody don't got to know how to fix the fucking leak under the sink. And, like, you just at this point in life, you got to have the brain to know how to get shit done. And I guess that's least, where I'm at. Or with.
0: at least how to YouTube it and figure yeah. it out. You
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just thought it was um, an unfair advantage for, for my young guys.
0: Okay, this might be a dip in butter first, man. I'm going to slide gently the other direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I got to try to explain myself thoroughly here because the idea of like, specifically, I'm not going to entertain a man that doesn't measure up to my father because my father set the bar. I'm not agreeing with that in whole, right? But you kind of bodied it because I wrote down it, wrote down like my feelings towards it. And you kind of like said the same thing once you really got cooking. Like, it's not so much about, like you said, you got to be able to change a tire because my father can change a tire. It's about, you need to be able to show me that you value me in the way that my father has made me feel, right? right? So I agree with you on that. Um, But there are some kind of, there are some kind of mirrorings that go with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, now, that don't mean that I got to drive a Jaguar because your daddy drove a Jaguar and this nigga's 55 years old and I'm only like 22 and how could you possibly expect me to have achieved those things already? It's not so much about that. It's about like, well, where's your mind at? Is your mind ever toward getting a Jaguar in a linen suit? Are you going to ever do it? Are you going to wear jean shorts and FUBU tees for the rest of your life? You know what I'm saying? Now, at the same time, while I think that that is semi-fair from a woman's perspective— let me get on the, the men on this shit right here. Like so let me this might be me, another dip first one. Like, I'm about to hammer niggas for a for a minute on this one. But go ahead. I was Pause. gonna say let me
1: Jesus. Yeah, now nah, you got it. Yeah, that was we'll right. all hammer niggas. It That's was a little agreed. I want to read you the post though. I found it on my phone because I wanted to make the sure please. I got it right. So the girl so so the original tweet is you know, somebody saying a girl's relationship with her father really does affect the way she views or interacts with boys. Agreed. One hundred percent. I agree. I, I have no argument there. So the reply is from a different girl. She has two replies. The first one says, facts. My dad was the definition of a true provider and protector. Always had my best intentions at heart. He never gave me nothing short of the best, and that's exactly what I expect from my significant other. Agreed. Again, I really have no qualms with that.
0: And sometimes you got to give him less than the best.
1: But this, see, this is... She Every now and then you got to give him She kind of contradicts herself in the second one, and which is the... Okay. I, this, this is the part that made me say, damn, a nigga got to measure up to this. She says, also... I don't won't accept the bare minimum because my dad never gave me the bare minimum. So why would I expect and accept anything
0: less? You are romanticizing your own father. Cause I can tell you as a father of a daughter that I have absolutely given Cameron the minimum. Now, what? <laughs> she might not have knew it because she loves me. Cause I'm her dad. Right. You are your dad's daughter. Absolutely. Everything you do as a daughter to a father, everything your father does is going to feel amazing. Like, fam, I, I literally tell Cameron sometimes, get away from me. And she <laughs> smiles, oh, daddy. She loves her dad, and I love her. Bro, like, obviously, I'd be fucking with her, because that's my <laughs> nigga. Like, I love Cameron. She's but, a like, a daddy-daughter relationship is like that. Like, sometimes I literally tell my beautiful, cute daughter, get away from me. Get you know away. what I'm saying? like, like Y'all get, get off of me, me, please. Like, Sometimes I'm like, shut up. You talk too much. And she's like, daddy, you talk too much. Like, that's just how we get down. You know what I'm saying? Like, Thanks. your father is going to be that shining example of whatever you want him to be in your eyes. Like, that's the beautiful right. thing about a father-daughter relationship is like, you could legit be doing the bare minimum, yep. fucking up, being <laughs> lazy, and it's going to always feel like you're doing something amazing. Like, bro, you don't know how many times, like, It's been me and Cameron at the house because my wife is out volunteering and Jaden is at work Mm -hmm. and she thinks we're spending time together when we're actually just playing separate video games. (laughs)
1: She's in her room. I'm in my room. Nobody's dying. The house isn't on fire. She's not hungry. I just got done
0: telling y'all that she loves coming to work with me. What the fuck y'all think we do at work? She (laughs) sits there. I sit here. I make her a sandwich. Like nothing has happened. That was the bare minimum. If I was doing the Shining Example Night of a Dad thing, we would have had a fucking picnic, but we didn't. I, did, I gave her the bare minimum and she loved it. That's part of the magic. But anyway, what I want to get to on niggas about, though, with with one thing where I do see niggas fuck up when it comes to their daughters is fam. Now, <laughs> before I say this, excuse me. Before I say this, I am more than willing to be at odds with some of y'all male listeners that might have daughters. This might be problematic for some of y'all to say it, but this is where I want to get real opinionated, right? Wes, Dipped and Butter audience and crew, family members, I am 1,000% anti-dating your daughters. I am 100% anti-dating your oh, daughters. You just, you just
1: rolled daughter. into a good topic. Hey. I
0: hate date your daughter, bro. Like, I hate it now. I'm not saying don't have a father-daughter day and take her to Chuck E. Cheese. I'm not right. saying that. Right. I'm not saying don't take your daughter to daddy daughter dance or whatever they be having now. I'm absolutely going to take my daughter to that stuff. That's not what I'm saying. But when I say date your daughter, I'm talking about something very specific that I think y'all fucking know what I'm talking about. So don't even try to act like you don't when dad's, Literally say it's date day and then they get their daughters dressed up and then they get dressed up and they take them to Red Lobster and they literally like pull the chair out for them. And they're doing all of this while pushing the notion in their mind and literally saying to their daughters, don't go out with no man that don't do at least this for you. And literally purposefully trying to set a bar because listen, I
1: agree. I agree wholeheartedly. The
0: reason why I think that's so nasty is if you do your job, as a fo- now, I understand you can do your job as a parent and still fail. Like things just kind of are going to be what they are. You can do your best and still have a kind of fucked up kid. Let's be honest, right? That don't mean that you didn't do your job because the kids might come out fucked up sometimes. I get it, but what I'm saying is, is that if you deliver the point home correctly and you do it in a natural way, your daughter will get the fucking point. Absolutely, you don't have to in a nasty way, fucking dress your daughter up in a yellow fucking Easter dress. And then you wear a black tux with a yellow cummerbund and take her to goddamn fucking Smith and Walensky's and pull the chair out for your 12 year old daughter because you're scared she's going to date one day. That's fucking gross to me, bro. I'm sorry. This might be a rant and I might be out of pocket for some of y'all, but just as a father with somebody that has kids and a daughter, this is my opinion on it. This is nah, my opinion. Like, it's, it's, I, it's I don't very, fuck with that at all, bro.
1: Nah, it, and and, it, and it's very timely for me for, that you say that. And like, I didn't even think about that aspect of it, but I agree with you. Like, I don't like daughters who are, or yeah, I don't like fathers who are dating their daughters to set that standard of how they should feel on dates because that's a little creepy. Like, you are you you got to go experience some of this stuff for yourself. But just like you said, like the, the the father should do it well enough to where the daughter just should like know what it is and like. You not for not nothing, like it. If, yeah. If daughters are present in their or if fathers are present in their daughters' lives enough, like daughters pick up the game a little bit and they know how to manage it a little bit better out here. Yeah, you know I mean, so like, shout out to my sisters. Like my my sisters have dated plenty of guys out here in the world, and she none of them niggas made the cut because they wasn't a part of the standard that my dad set the way that he set the standard, not through dating them. You know, what I'm right, saying? Like, right. even even for me, like it was a thought that I had the other week because they they sent some paper home about some like movie club that they got in the summer while the kids is out of school. And I was like, well, maybe we'll do this. You know what I'm saying? Because it's in the middle of the week. They play like eight movies over the summer, whatever the case for the kids. So like I took it up to my wife and I was like, babe, I think we need these movie passes. And then, you know, talking about it with the kid, and the kids like, yeah, we ain't never been in no movie. I'm like, damn, my babies ain't never been in no movie. Like, I need to take my That's baby I'm to doing. a movie. I'm
0: yeah, doing the like, bare minimum.
1: Like, yeah, but like just thinking about like going out and hanging out with my girls, like and not because I want to take them out on a date, like nah, like me and just y'all might go out, but this ain't no fucking date, like I this still no date. We just yeah. spend
0: time. I'm yeah.
1: still gonna call y'all big head while we out on this date, like this ain't no <laughs> cute shit, like uh, 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 yeah. this ain't that. I don't. Like,
0: yeah, I yeah. don't. I don't like the. I don't like the idea of like formally, like literally trying to pound home the idea that this is what a date is supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, because uh, uh, now this might be another shade of the crayon box, but kind of in the same box, like don't do the whole, this is what a date is supposed to be. In my opinion, because like a date could be almost anything, especially these days. Like to me, a date is when two people that are, are vested in each other and interested in each other are spending time. It don't gotta be like, I took you somewhere and spent some money. It don't gotta be well. did I open the door or not for you? Like, did we spend time with each other? Did we get to know each other? Did we enjoy that time? That you might catch, have been a date.
1: You catch the right-ass, dumb-ass, oblivious-ass oblivious nigga. He might have been on a date not even realizing until after not the case. Not even knew he, he was, was like, on oh, a date. I did go on a date. Me and that bitch ate damn. snow cones. She think I like yeah, her. Yeah,
0: like it can be some simple shit. And like for me, and you know, I, I might be confirmation biased because everything just went so naturally right between me and my wife when we were dating. Like, mm-hmm. fam, our first legit date, like we sat in the fucking steak and shake and ate burgers, bro. And it was nothing. Like it might have cost all the $12, but you know fucking what? Like we enjoyed our time. We laughed the entire fucking time. And you knew when I knew it was a date. When, I, when we fucking ended the night and we knew we wanted to spend more time with each other, that's right. why I was like, oh shit, that was, a, right. that was a date.
1: Nah, for sure. You know what I
0: mean? Like, it, it's the notion, it's the fucking, the intent behind it. It ain't about like, did he pull your chair out? Yeah. Well, how much did yeah. he pay for the check? Well, how much did he pay? Nah, well, you if said- it's under $23, it's not like, bro, shut the fuck
1: up. Nah, you, you said it right. Dating is like, basically the intent for y'all to spend time together. Yeah. And that could be any fucking thing these days.
0: Fam, uh, I know y'all don't watch much TV and I know I'll talk to you about a lot of trash television, but I'm going to ask you this question, but it's okay if the answer is no, okay? Have you and or your wife seen The Ultimatum on Netflix?
1: Because I love you. I have watched this show on Netflix. My wife watched it first and she started passing down all the trash to me and like, I meant to say this to you a while ago too. The Just from our pod and listening to the JBP, the good measure of a pod is when when the potters make you stop and go and look up what the fuck And you're put talking.
0: it on your list. I was so about to look so into that. Yeah, Jay so my, did that to so, me so,
1: too. So, so yeah, so I've done that a couple of times. Matter of fact, I forget what it was. We talked about something. I had to stop the pod and go and watch it immediately. I was like, this nigga did say that. But listening to Joe and them talk about, like as soon as he started talking about it and my wife had already watched it, I had to stop the pod and literally go and watch the entire fucking season of this goddamn show. Oh, and you I'm watched just, it all. I, the only thing I've not seen, um, I, and I'll say because you, you've you watched, have you watched it all or are you still? I've ready? watched it all. That's fine. I, I literally stopped at um Jake offering Ray to trip anywhere in the world because <laughs> 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 what else was there to watch? I didn't get to the union part yet, it's but over. I will.
0: Yeah, I I didn't bring up the ultimatum. Obviously, this is not like the full show breakdown podcast. Y'all don't come here for that. I'm sure some of y'all probably ain't watched it or ain't finished it. We not doing that. You ain't got to worry about us spoiling nothing for you. But I'm glad you watched it. I did. To talk about what I actually want to talk about. And for those of y'all that don't know what the ultimatum is or what the premise is, is this show is about couples who have been together for an extended period of time. Uh, One of the couple. Not extended.
1: Shorts.
0: These are less than yeah.
1: three year relationships here. Some,
0: well, uh, to some people, that's a long, long time. I know that's that's me and a you that long, long, long time. Long time guys. These days, these microwave kids, bro, like two years. I've I been mean, with you two years. See, oh my god, I, we're so messed. I'm sure I'll,
1: I'll express my. Theory. I was with, with a
0: girl about. I didn't even like for two years, bro. Right. I'm not two you years. I, I, wasn't, like, I wasn't even into.
1: That's why I say but, I'll get uh, my theory sometime during this, for sure. But please, let's let's
0: go. Yeah, so the, the couples, there's one, either the guy or the girl wants to get married, and the other person does not. And then they're presented with this quote-unquote ultimatum, and it's like, listen, I want to take you on the show. If by the end of this show you don't propose to me, then we are done. But in the midst of the show, the idea is that the two people will go date other people on the cast and see if it's going to make them realize what they have and maybe – promote them getting married or make them realize, hey, I'm wasting time with this person. Mm-hmm. We don't need to be together because there's other shit out there. Now, right. I didn't bring it up to talk about the show or give a breakdown, and you can obviously take this wherever you want to take it. But here's why I brought up the show. Me and my wife was watching the show like we always do when we watch our trash TV. If it's good trash TV, it always results in one of us pausing it and then us having a deep discussion. Right. right, 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 right. Like when you, Bro, that is one of the most shining dopest moments about being married, bro. <laughs> like, when you get to watch TV and turn something deep out of something that's literally nothing at all that you're watching on TV. Absol- fam, what... Bro, the TV like goes dark. You've been talking so long and you forgot she was me. watching this.
1: Bro, and I told you me and my wife are weird, so we watch things at different times. So we'll be sitting right next to each other, but she'll be watching something on her phone. And I'll be watching something else on my phone, and she'll literally like smack her teeth, and I'll be like, what? Because I'm invested without seeing anything. Right. And she'll tell me, and we'll get into a whole 10-minute conversation where you got to pause what the fuck you watching before you can get back into it so you don't miss nothing. It is. That's
0: amazing. some of the dopest shit about being married, bro. So it was happening while we was watching The Ultimatum, and we paused it, and my wife asked me, she was like, I got a question for you. I'm like, What, babe? I'm just like that with her as I am with you. And, oh, you got a question for me? I know this is about to be good, especially based on what we're watching. And the right. way that she said it, I was like, Okay, wait. A-. She was like, Do you think we can handle this show? Or do you think you can handle being on this? And I was like, Okay. You know me, I like to give things plenty of thought. Look, y'all can't see Wes, but he's already putting his eyeballs to the ceiling because he knows I'm going to ask him. So he's yeah, getting his answer. Yeah. So I was fucking like, I took a minute and I looked at her and I said, let's talk about this. I was like, now, first of all, we got to acknowledge the fact that we are married. So it's obviously going to be different Bam. coming from two Wait. people that are already married. We if had me the and same you were longly engaged, it would be a different yep. problem.
1: Different discussion. We had to say. And even even in the the people on the show, had they been engaged, it might have been a little bit different, but it would have been a little bit different. Married couples would definitely change this show 100 percent But they but it it could be
0: like divorce ultimatum or something. You could still make it happen. Like it could still be like are are we gonna if you're having turmoil and you're deciding whether you're gonna stay together, you could still throw married couples in this. So I'm answering the question
1: to it. They they found a demographic that was perfect for this. The oldest cat was 30.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. They, I was telling my wife, like, they. she was like, man, everybody on this show is nice looking. I was like, "They TV nice looking. Like, I wouldn't pick that like yeah.
1: yeah, yeah nah. But anyway,
0: listen, I was fucking saying, like, okay, let me be honest with you. I said, babe, I know you, and this is not me slighting her at all, and I told her this. I was like, listen, this ain't no disrespect to you at all. I'm not trying to be funny by saying this, but I don't think you could handle this. I was like, I think that you would be closer to Shanique as you, like, as you don't think you would be, like, because she do not rock with Sineek at all. She thought she was very immature, which I agree with her about. There were times. There were times. She, there yeah, was, there were times. Oh, me and you, after the show, gonna have to talk about this. <laughs> but me and her both was not feeling the way she would act about somebody that she deep down wanted. And every time she would get her feelings hurt, she would turn that into anger. And we both didn't rock. Right. With it. So right. I was saying, like, you know, you might be a little bit closer in that sense than you think you would be, because I was like, you could be with a dude that you would be fully into and think he's funny and cute and charming and have fun on y'all's dates and all of that. But the minute you saw or thought about me with another chick, you would lose your shit. Like, you would not be able to handle thinking about me and whatever the fuck I was doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just like, well, do you think that you can handle? And I was like, of course I do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, this ultimate male confidence, right? Like, right. stupid Duh. male confidence. <laughs> and I told you that with a straight face because I full on believed it. But I'm here to say that I lied to my wife's face, bro. Like, I <laughs> didn't know I was doing it at the time, but I lied to her face because, like, a couple of days later I was on the phone with Mac and me and him was talking about it because he watched the show and we was, like, both, like, fucking two cackling hens talking about how crazy right. the show is. It right. fucking, like, he brought up the fact, he was like, man, dog, like, one of my insecurities is, like, if if Zay would have been with my chick, I would have been insecure because tall niggas is an insecurity of mine. And I'm laughing, like, dog, bro, that's hilarious. And then I am like, Well, wait a minute. I just realized I have insecurity and I didn't get to talk to my wife about this. And I know she and him and you're probably going to think I'm being funny right now. But I'm telling y'all the honest to God truth. And I think this is so interesting about my personality. I started thinking like, Well, it ain't too much that would make me insecure about another nigga. Like, that's my wife. I would think she's coming home anyway. We got too much. We vibe with each other too much. Like, there's too much love there for any of these weird-ass niggas with weird haircuts can do by sticking their feet in a pool next to my wife. You know what I'm saying? There's no way. But then I got to thinking, what would make me insecure? You know how niggas say, like, if you catch another man making your girl laugh, you kind of feel away. Like, Like, why is she laughing so hard? I'm aware. Wes, let me tell you. That don't even bother me because in my mind, I would dismiss that. Like She only laughing like that because she thinks the nigga cute. Like hey, The joke he me, made wasn't really that funny. I heard let, it. It's not that yeah. good of a joke. He don't got a podcast. He's not that funny. She just thinks and, he's cute.
1: And let me reiterate, I'm top two not two still.
0: This is what I'm saying. But here's where I found myself being insecure. And I laughed so hard at myself and wrote it down. I was like, I have to tell Mother. Then I got to thinking, well, wait a minute. What if while they was, like, preparing to shoot for this show and you in the green room with the rest of the guys, y'all in wardrobe and makeup, they getting you ready to shoot your scenes and shit, you getting your pool clothes on, everybody's getting ready, and you kicking it with the other niggas on the show, and you start finding out, like, bro, this nigga named Keith over here is fucking hilarious. He's been cracking me up all day. Like I would actually kick it with this Keith nigga, man. He' pretty cool. <laughs> me and him gonna be cool as hell when the show starts, right? Mm-hmm. And then the picking day comes, and your right. girl picks
1: Keith. Right. That's what's gonna fuck and with then you. And
0: now you know in your mind, bro. Keith is a funny it's nigga. It's like Keith is a really
1: Keith. stand up guy. Like I'm she wasn't really- supposed to pick
0: Keith. And then that's when I realized that's my insecurity. That's if a nigga insecurity. is funnier than me, and not that she thinks he's funnier than me, because I can dismiss that, right? Like. I'm stupid enough to think that she don't know what's funny. I know what's funny. But if I know he's funnier than me and now he's taking my girl and I know how funny he is, I'm insecure about that. Roy.
1: See, I, 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 I guess, um, my, I, I don't want to say I don't have any insecurities when it came to that show, but I guess like, I don't know. I'm just like, so in tune with myself. And I was even just having this conversation with my wife the other day. We were talking about some other shit, but like, I'm really him. Like, and if you you know what I'm saying, like it's there, there's nobody's personality. There's no way that anybody else thinks, speaks. What there's nothing that I envy about anybody else when it comes to you know shit like that. Like now, nah, I really feel like I got all my shit together. The only thing that a nigga could have up on me is probably a dollar amount. Yeah, you know I mean, and like good good luck using that as like the best thing that you have to offer. you still got to have
0: other shit at the end of the day. Still, yeah, like that money gonna have, only get yeah. you so far before you she has like shit. you're weird.
1: Absolutely, you still gotta have shit like at Kobe. The Yeah, at the end of the day. But the only reason I say no that I couldn't do this show, and I think me and my wife agreed on this when we spoke about it, is solely... Because there was way too many fucking powwowing going on on this goddamn
0: show. There was way you mean, too what, like many- Like amongst men to men or women to women or what?
1: Oh, all of it. Like the the dating all with all of us together in the same- Like I, the, the first couple I'm episodes- not, bro, I, got I
0: am the, not as willing as they was to have a whole conversation and a drink with the nigga that my girl is living with.
1: And that, that's, that's where the part of the show went. That That's the bad part of the show to me. There was too yeah. much, and they were like asking questions and, re, and like, see, now you're going to make me go into a tangent. Fuck Alexis Go. dog. Like I want to put this right here on on the record. Fuck Alexis one because Kobe tried to be nice to you and like let you down in a really nice way, but he told you the truth the second day and he wasn't lying. You are ugly woman. Like she I want to let married. you know right here on the, and like the the fact that I the first of all and this is another thing too, like this is kind of a this is off topic of this, but like the fact that The fact that somebody can plant a seed about somebody and just if everybody else believes it, they start treating it. I don't I do not like the way they all treated Kobe. Like, overall, I feel like he did not deserve that. Um, and, And to his credit, in the first couple episodes, the bitches was fawning over him. Yeah, I mean, like Kobe was that dude until 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 he air quote hurt Alexis's feelings for telling her the truth. And for her that for him to tell her that and for her to have the audacity to walk away and go right to his girl. And say what she said, and like that
0: was insane to me,
1: bro. Like she walked right away, and like you could tell her feelings was really hurt. Like, why is you so choked up about what this man said to you, and your nigga is across the room? Like, (laughs) this, like you first, you're either way too in in too deep, or like she got she got some issues of her own. But then, like. That that was whack of her to do, but then like I, at first when he said you know she, she was unattractive to him, I, I felt him on that, and I was like she might be like cool for somebody, but then they had like double back around and said that she was only twenty five, and when they said she was twenty five, I was Ooh, like, oh yeah, you're ugly. That's you bad. are. <laughs> I did not realize she was twenty five.
0: Twenty. Bro, 25 so her woman. face screams fifty three,
1: bro. But, bro, she is nasty looking like, and I double wow. I would tell that to her face if she needs me to, but like. The 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 fact that, you know, once she got proposed to and she wanted to have something to say at the table, like, that would have been a no if I'd have been sitting at the table. Like, they really just needed a real nigga sitting at the table for real, for real. And, like, that's the same thing that my wife said. Like, there just would, wouldn't wouldn't have been a lot of this key going on. And that's really the shit that bothered me is that they just had too many instances with all 10 of them together, just all the dudes, just all the girls, like, And even when motherfuckers had switched back and went back to their original partners, like, y'all still coming over? Like, no, this is way too much intermingling for me. This is my
0: time. Why the hell would you be over? This is way too much intermingling for me. And,
1: like, I think the nigga who... I think the nigga who I appreciate going through the experience most is probably Randall. um, Because he really... He really immersed himself into the... um, into the experience as far as like he he didn't make Shanique happy with it but this is that's the part of the ultimatum that I like that the people that gave the ultimatum had to face that reality at some point in that time you that you did this
0: oh, you did shit. this yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: like I told you I cuz that was most of the other people's point like yo I told you I didn't want to come here but you made me come here so now we're here and now we're just going to do it like and we just got to live through it so like I, I respected him for like being with the other girl when he was with the other girl. And then when he came back, like I was mad with him when Shanique was trying to ask him questions about Madeline. He was Why like, Why
0: are you asking me well, about yeah. her? Why
1: does that even matter right now? Like, and I, I really respect him for like internalizing what he experienced on both sides and figuring out what he wanted in the end to, you know, get to where he went. His didn't seem forced. The two white boys that engaged they fucking bitches at the at the second episode we were oh, well, that first that, that's my theory with Alexis. she had a um she thought she was the baddest bitch walking, Yeah, you know I mean so when she didn't and get she picked ended first up or alone, second
0: and she started freaking she, out
1: when she didn't get picked first or second she was like oh yeah this is i'm not doing this and she got up and she told her speech and that's when her dude was like i love her like what the fuck did y'all come here for
0: <laughs> both of y'all niggas was about to lose bro yeah, so you y'all y'all, realized yeah. that y'all, da- y'all, y'all realized y'all's uh, dating y'all, y'all's marketplace value on the fucking dating and scene down. was not nearly as high as y'all thought it and was Not
1: not and like I say, she she stood she stood up and gave her speech when her dude got chosen and she hadn't got chose yet. That's when she stood up because they was, they was on the third pick and then the bitch stood up and she chose her dude. and She was like,
0: ah, guys, I really
1: just came here <laughs> to prove. I think that, that I this loved is him. morally
0: wrong <laughs> if you think about it. Jesus wouldn't approve of this.
1: Like, yeah, bro, and then I
0: was but it was fun to watch people like people's self-confidence and stuff yeah, just crumble yeah, yeah, right yeah. in front of them. Because a lot of these people on this show like came in with just this arrogance about them. And once you see your partner, this thing that you just this person that you just for sure just know you got, like start now, going off and like other motherfuckers noticing that your person is fly, it kind of yeah, yeah, fucked yeah. with you, bro.
1: Now let me now, let me ask you this part of the show, because this sure. is the, this is the same thing that I asked my wife, and I think this is the most interesting part of it all, that they didn't really they didn't really lay down any ground rules about it. And they never really spoke about it. And I wish somebody would have
0: had the Somebody needed to clarify.
1: Show. Somebody needed to clarify. But like, and this is hard for us as married men to kind of feel, but like, imagine you being with your baby, it's just two, two and a half, less than three years. And y'all want to yeah. go through this experience. Whether this be on a TV show or in real life, would you feel compelled to be sexually active with the other person?
0: That's a dangerous question, bro. Because, you might, and, and like, I, I could I, get in trouble for this hypothetically, of course, bro. Of course, you, you know can.
1: that, right? Of course. But I, let me give you my answer. My my okay. thing was because, because you always got tiptoe around, right? like I say, as a married man. But you always yeah, have you gotta to be careful. Do, you got to you got to put yourself in the right shoes, like I say. This is you know hypothetical dating two and a half years. We ain't you know none of that shit. But like, how do you? Particularly from the premise of the show, you know, what I'm saying to kind of mock trial this marriage thing. How do you how do you get full experience or how how am I able to? I've been with you for two and a half years. And I'm supposed to be with this person for three weeks. I know I know what the energy on that level hits for over here. But if I never get the opportunity to have that with this other person that, you know, the experiment is about, if, are we really fully submerged in the experiment? Because that's important.
0: Here, here's the best I can do for you. Right. And, and this might sound like I'm chumping out or whatever, but I'm trying to be honest because I'm really thinking about this. Because you're right. You're talking about two, possibly three years of a committed, invested, possibly even living together type rel- relationship versus three weeks with somebody you just met. I think me, and this is just me trying to answer the best way I know how naturally without trying to be like, oh, let me cape or make sure I'm not you know, getting myself in trouble. Like, honestly, if I was in this experiment and we was dating or engaged at the time, I think my mentality would be to try to have things work the course they would work if he was naturally dating, and my girl wasn't my girl, and now, what I mean I, by yeah, that, yes, what I mean by that is like if in the first week, me and this new girl, if I didn't have a girl, would just be going on our maybe second and third date and I'd be trying to get a kiss by then, then that's what I would be trying to
1: do. no, I agree, yeah now, yeah don't yeah, don't go would I into necessarily it, like be
0: fucking in three weeks. If I'm being honest, I don't think that that's a given. Even if I'm trying because I've said on here before, I was the late bloomer. Like, I wasn't just fucking since 14 Mm -hmm. or no shit like that. You know what I mean? So, I traditionally took things relatively slow anyway. That's my personality. Like, I'm a Taurus. I'm a love nigga. Like, I need to be touchy-feely and I need to kiss during sex and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So, I am a slow player. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. naturally, if, if... if I wasn't married right now, I wouldn't be out just fucking different bitches on Tinder every other weekend. Like I am a relationship style dude. So now that ain't to say that you know physical things wouldn't happen if they progressed in a natural way, but I wouldn't be just like fishing for pussy. Is that yeah, answer nah. the question? Yeah, like, no, nah, it does. Sense? And
1: I, and I don't I don't think anybody should have gone into the situation like, yeah, I'm definitely about to go fuck see what this other box is hitting for. Nah, but it, it again it put me into the mindset. I'm and I guess I'm really like and this is where like humans go wrong and shit, but like the premise of the experiment was to act like you were married to this other person and not consider married, that you were yeah. still in a relationship. And I think a lot of them still, they I all like to got say that not, wrong. Yeah. Well, not even because again, like within three weeks, like you just say, if by week two, I'm just trying to get the date to, you know what I'm saying? That things haven't progressed that way. But in this experiment, like you say, they threw you motherfuckers into a 400 square feet apartment <laughs> to live in for three weeks. Right. Yeah, I mean, we gotta be. We gotta spend a lot of time with each other. So maybe we've, you know, maybe in the first five days we've had the the, the history talks, and now we understand the history of each other a little bit more. And now, you know, we we we've talked about current shit where my mind sets at And Maybe in this week or two we have been out on two dates, and because the the liquor budget was high for this show, yeah, I mean, these damn they was pouring every <laughs>
0: shots every five minutes. <laughs>
1: they was lit every time you seen them. So imagine, and that's the same thing I told my wife. I said. If anything, you will probably catch something happening in the latter half of the third week. You know what I'm saying? Like we are exhausted. We we've made it through this experience. Maybe something happened, but like, yeah, week one, week two, probably shouldn't be fishing for the new buzz. But again, I just thought it was an interesting part because you know how do you how do you get this full experience? Because I've been fucking you, girl, and if that's the if at the end of the day, it's like, yo, this bitch checked off. I have six boxes. This bitch checked off six boxes. You only got three, and the box box ain't on the right. th- the list of boxes. The, box, like, the
0: actual box ain't even. Yeah, on like the list. so.
1: So that can't be the only thing that's holding you over this, babe. But like again, I'm not encouraging nobody to like test that shit out. But this is my theory that I think the show you know uh, supports in totality. That my theory is, you know, all you motherfuckers, even even you engaged people, y'all have the ability to do one thing that married people. Cannot do. Break up. (laughs) That shit's not going the way that you want it to go. Break the fuck up. Y'all don't have no ties. Like, break the lease if you got to. Wait till the lease is up. Do it. But, like, you people are not forced to be stuck together. Like, and I, and I, and, and again, this is, this is my theory that we say here on, on the show all the time, too. And even my wife spit it back. Like, this is my proven theory of I can't give you back to the streets. The people, yeah. the people who got engaged, was like, "Yeah, I went out there. I saw what it was, and that ain't where I need to be. So I'm not, I'm not going back to the streets. I don't want to give you back to the streets. And that just is what it is, like, and and not even for that. Like Zay, that nigga got some deep rooted mental issues. He need to go figure out before he. He got a lot of. He got
0: to of, He got yeah. to clean the room up, bro. Like, yeah. He got a lot yeah. Of
1: shit to yeah. Take care yeah. Of. yeah, he he didn't need to be with and like not not for nothing. Like you you saw her world change when she got with old boy. Like, and it was it was from seen one of them you knew like uh oh that's gonna be a problem Bro, I was, from
0: golf like yeah from bro, I had to remind myself I was like wasn't there a problem that she doesn't open it up enough because she right. wide open <laughs> she wide
1: open and then I couldn't do nothing but shake my I head almost I said, forgot I said fucking light skins making us look bad out here both of you motherfuckers left y'all's other half yeah he looked crazy um yeah let, let's
0: address the elephant of the room though when it comes to the ultimate elephant in the room or of the room one of them rooms one of them uh Fam, how could you see yourself feeling or reacting to, okay, you're in the process, you and your girl's in the process, and you're trying to be like natural and not be nasty and like, oh, I'm just trying to get some pussy on the side and look crazy on TV. And you do it like me and you was talking about, like we're dating in three weeks time. Maybe you don't get to that physical connection shit and y'all just held hands once and maybe y'all just had a bunch of deep conversations and you got four out of the six boxes checked. And then you come home for your three weeks back with your babe and you find out your babe has fucked. Like your babe has absolutely fucked. Like where do you go from there? Like where, in your opinion, where would one go from there when you find out Wait, I was trying to exercise restraint. And no matter what you tell me about how it just happened or how y'all had a match and y'all just shared so much and he made you grow as a person and all the other bullshit people say, (laughs) <laughs> like how do you where do you go from there when you find I, out like damn
1: she just yeah. she gave us hell I, I didn't know and, that was an option yeah i don't know that was another thing that i said while i watched the show like i it, watching them felt like a lot of them didn't have a conversation before they got on the show like it seemed like so, so, if it was me me and mines would have had a conversation like hey check this out like even, even if i would have been rules? the person that would
0: just ask yeah what's the that's
1: what i'm saying even if i would have been a person that wouldn't have wanted to go like all right check they gave me the premise. I understand. Like, what what can I do? Like, let's let's figure that out right now. What's what's off the table? And then move according to that. And I think I think that's the safest way to do it because, uh, and, and particularly, everybody should have gone into this wanting to come out with their partner. So the conversation should have been like- Even the people, people
0: that didn't that want to get married? married? Yeah. Even the people that was like, uh, not right now on the marriage shit? Like, you thought well, that they should have still- Well, and out? that's what I- Or I think came in think wanting the to show,
1: come out. I think the show did a really good job of showing that all of those people were just making excuses. It was, it, it was the person like they, they did a really good job of showcasing that. No, you seem to be ready to get married. You just don't want to get married to this person for whatever reason. And why is it? Because that's why but and they did the science fam. They really did find the perfect matches. You know what I'm saying? For, for everybody, for real, for real. And it was just about if it was going to work out or not, but yeah, a lot like, the, the, the second dude that ended up uh proposing to his babe, the chick Lauren, like... That was their, weird. It was very, very weird, fam. But, like, their issue was that he wanted a lot of kids. She wanted zero kids.
0: <laughs> That's a big gap.
1: And he proposed to the bitch, and during his speech, proposing to the bitch, because again, she got chose, and he wasn't getting chose. Matter of fact, he was over there begging to get chose. Like they have, they was giving his little confessional, and he was like, "Oh yeah, blah that Skip, and then they wasn't picking. It. Matter of fact, what that was your boy that ten minutes before had told the girl, like, "Hey, I'm about to choose you," and she told yeah. that nigga to fuck. To off. You. She
0: made a face like, yeah. why? <laughs> she, said, she said, "Fuck Don't off, do dog." That. Yeah. <laughs>
1: She was like, You know where I'm going, GG. Yeah, don't even fuck with me. And then, like, yeah, he got up in like a haste to go around there and propose to her. And she, like, rock starishly accepted. I hated the whole shit for real, for real. But, like, and just awful. like, but like, just like they said at the table, that did not solve what y'all came here for. Like, and a part of his speech was, I don't care if you ever want to have kids or not. You're my family. Well, nigga, why? How did y'all even get here? How'd y'all get here? Because y'all. <laughs> Y'all got here because you wanted them and she didn't. And again, it was like, y'all, if y'all would have just had these conversations before y'all got here, y'all might not have ended up on the show or in this situation. Cause it was very, very stupid for y'all to end up here off of that.
0: For sure. For sure. Um, there there was more in relationship news that came across my desk this week. Um, did you hear about Cam Newton, bro? You want to talk Cam Newton?
1: I heard something that Cam said.
0: So I don't got all the quotes here and I don't think we necessarily need them. But I don't
1: think we need those here.
0: Yeah, Cam Newton was out here, bro. He was doing the podcast circuit for those of y'all that might not be privy, but uh, Cam Newton gave his opinion on bad bitches and uh, I guess his respect level for bad bitches was, which is dangerously low. Like it's, <laughs> it's gas light fuel level low. Uh, he has no respect for bad bitches. He ain't fucking with bad bitches. He has no interest in a quote unquote Instagram style bad bitch. And he's like, you know, bad bitches don't know how to cook. They don't hold their man down. And I'm not interested now. Obviously there's a lot more colors to the way that he said it, but <laughs> the, it seems like the world's trying to get him out of here. But the only thing I want to say about this, I, I guess my only particular stance on this, whether you agree with him or not is why can't he have a preference?
1: It's, it, you know, it's, it's so weird. It's a, it's a slippery slope trying to have this conversation, but it is
0: you see, I'm trying to be careful. Yeah,
1: I know, but fuck it. We don't got to why. Yeah. What's wrong with him having a preference? Nothing. Like there's zero wrong with him at, because not for nothing. I don't like them Instagram bad bitches neither fam. Like honestly,
0: if you are a bad bitch, right. And mm-hmm. you don't like what Cam Newton said, right. All you got to do is just don't date him or prove him wrong. Yeah. Or or don't, if you don't want to cook or listen to your man or hold your man down (laughs) and all you want to do is put your feet in 12 different pools a year and get flued out. If, if that is the life you want to live, I don't think anybody's stopping you, but also really all you got to do is not date Cam Newton. Right?
1: Right, 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 right. I mean, and And anybody (laughs)
0: else that agrees with Cam Newton, all you got to do is don't date him. Right.
1: Yeah, bro, we we live we live in a dangerous world where everybody feels like you have to agree with how they feel in their stance. Yeah, I mean, and like, no, I, j- just because most of the niggas you bitches don't pay attention to are fawning over y'all does not mean that I have to fall in line with that. And and particularly because I'm within arm's reach, bitch, like I can get to you and I don't want to because I don't like right. what you have to offer. Like, I said, hi, I ain't bring nothing to the table because I'm the table. Like, what the fuck <sighs> is you talking about?
0: And you can't sound the table if you're shaped like a table, also. Well, I guess you can, but you can't be mad if nobody don't want you. Like again, and that's coming from a nigga shaped like a table. Like, so I get it. You know what I mean? But I understand what I need to be for my wife. My wife understands what she needs to be for me. So it's like all of that like high horse shit and high and mighty shit. It to me, live your life, do whatever you want to do. But the only thing that irks my nerves is when some of these women act like this. And then at the same time, be frustrated with the results of them being alone. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, right, well, you right, can't right, be right. mad at being alone if you hate every nigga with an opinion.
1: I mean, and not for nothing, like you said, we just got to kind of look at the situation. What he said is, what he said is not, there's nothing wrong with what he said, but it's what he said that seems to be the problem. Or it's like, it, it, it's, it's, it's weird, bro. Like, and I... I'm, and I don't. I'm trying not to tiptoe around yeah, or something, hey, but I, I, I want yeah, to be. Yeah, I want to be. Prote- you're trying to be straightforward,
0: yeah. but you try not to come off just yeah, un- yeah, unnecessarily nasty.
1: Absolutely, because it, it seems like it always comes back around to the protect black women conversation, and it's like, <laughs> I think I even wrote it down one week. This was after that. protecting black women does not mean letting you bitches off the hood,
0: and it doesn't mean protecting you from learning lessons in life. Absolutely,
1: yeah. I mean, so like, there. Men, men are allowed to have an opinion about how they feel about a woman. Any, you're, anybody's allowed to have an opinion about anything. We'll just put it that way. Yeah. To 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 be clean about it, women are and allowed to a have an opinion doesn't about take men. Your,
0: yeah. And being a man doesn't all of a sudden just take away your ability to have an opinion.
1: That and like and, and an opinion doesn't take away your ability to have an intelligent conversation. And it's all you know. What I'm saying it's all about the dialogue and the back and forth. So if somebody says something, if you want to challenge that, challenge it in a way that y'all can have a conversation and not in a dismissive manner. Like, and that's kind of <laughs> you know not not even on some man and womanship, but that's kind of what I be hating about Joe Budden and them. Like when they get to talking on the podcast, Joe is very good at being dismissive of his co-host. And, yeah, I don't in like their opinion. opinion sometimes, but will use the "it's my opinion" in his argument for everybody to shut the fuck up. And it's like, bro. <laughs> like, come on, like, bro. You, why do you keep it doing got, this? Yeah, it got to work on both sides of the fence, G, not just when you want it to. And I think that's ultimately what the problem is because, like you say, like, not for nothing, like, men, and this is something I've been thinking about lately, period, but, like, fathers, men, just, period, like, have to, I don't, I don't think it's evaluated how much, like, men kind of, like, take on the chin. I'll put it that way. You know what I'm saying? Or just Just the feelings and the thoughts that men have that men just deal with, I don't think, that gets factored in a lot of times, and we just kind of gotta, you know, deal with it and look the other way. But like, fuck that. We allowed to have an opinion when it comes about how I feel about the woman that I would date. Like, bitch, yeah, I ain't, li- like he's I ain't lying to about you about
0: the type of woman yeah, he yeah. would marry. Yeah, I bitch, don't fuck I ain't lying with that to upset eighty percent of the bitches on Instagram.
1: Like, yeah, not, you don't gotta marry me. Yeah, I'm not lying to you about me. This is how I feel, and you can try me if you want to. But like, and not for nothing, like. Cam Newton said this in front of the number one hoe of the 2020 so far, Brittany Renner. Like they sat down and he said this right to her. Like, I'm not interested in you. Like,
0: yeah, nobody, your not your
1: prototype, none of that shit. So like, you can't knock a dude for telling a babe, the truth and like, not, not for nothing. The, the truth is hard sometimes, but like the truth is the truth. The truth. It's the truth.
0: And, and, and what blows my mind is Cam Newton is getting sh- shot down for his opinions on what kind of woman he would entertain Literally, it came up as a ticker on ESP fucking end, yeah, bro. Yeah, like, bro. there was no score to this conversation. Why are y'all even invested? I understand yeah. that he's a former quarterback, but you understand that this is just like the narrative that's being painted in our culture. But anyway, but this happened in the same so- like fucking summer solstice as Superhead getting on a podcast and saying <laughs> every man that has a problem with a bad bitch got a little dick and like. Literally nothing but applause, resounding applause from, like, she went on a whole, every man with these opinions has little dicks, and we're tired of y'all's little dicks, and 80% of y'all niggas out there got little dicks, and this is like, well, you can say that whenever you want and be applauded and propped up, but if we just say, hey, can y'all cook, like, we are literally, like, Misogynistic neanderthals yeah. all of a
1: sudden. <laughs> like, no, you can ask me if I can cook, and the answer would just be no. Like, and we, you know what I'm saying? Like, we could just go from there. Or even like a bitch would say something like that. And then if you would turn around and ask them, so are all bad bitches nymphos? They would either be upset that you asked them that, or the answer would be no. And it'd be like, Well, how the fuck do those two things go together, lady? Yeah,
0: it's And that's what it turns crazy, out. A lot of
1: times that the bad bitches seem not to have brains either. Like they don't do it, they don't make a good showing of that.
0: And see, like, all of that shit, that shit alone, like, in a vacuum don't bother me. Because, like, I'm a proponent of, like, live your life, bro. Like, live your life, have your experience, walk with God, hold his hand, do whatever you need to do. But to me, it's like you said earlier, like, it's the need to have everybody around you echo your sentiment. You know what I mean? Because, shit, we come on this motherfucker every week and say at least one or five things that everybody don't agree with, you know what I'm saying? But we are more than willing to let y'all fucking say what y'all want. to. Y'all can say what y'all want quietly. Y'all can email us y'all's fucking opinion. Yeah. Y'all can start your own podcast. Like you, We don't stop y'all from saying what y'all want to say, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like, why can't a nigga like voices on opinion? And it's, it, it's weird that it seems like the culture is pushing to have men shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. But nobody wants a man without a spine. True. Am I right or wrong? Like nobody, no, no, right. nobody wants a Colby. You know what I mean. Like nobody wants <laughs> some nigga that's just gonna sit there and wait and not fuck no bitches, not going no dates, and wait while you go get fucking. Uh, what, what's the porn category? Black. I promise next time I put black in my phone, it'll be under private. Black to raw. Yeah, like you. Th- nobody re- like they don't respect that. So it's like nah. you want us to shut up, but not shut up. Like what are you saying exactly? Is my issue. Like what? Please, like gather yourselves figure out exactly what you're saying and then report back. Like you can't be screaming 15 different things at the same time.
1: Of course they can. That's, that's been the MO like forever, dog. like screaming 15 and like do them all at once. Like whatever.
0: And then also one more thing before we got out of here, did we ever get like a concise thought or answer to where we're at with protect black women versus the Will Smith smack? Like, are we counting that as protecting black women? or not
1: i don't know if we got enough time for was that that protection
0: but I'm, I'm, i certainly I'm don't not, want to talk about I'm not, it again but is like, yeah, that I'm count not as protection
1: no i'm not counting there
0: okay this has been a different better program man we appreciate y'all checking us out uh thank y'all for sticking around through us completely spoiling the ultimatum if you haven't seen yeah. it uh but the shit was so crazy if you haven't seen it still see it because ooh, there's still plenty there uh my name is cat you can check out my extra content at work on weekends. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, nah, no nah bullshit though, man. We appreciate y'all fucking with us. I guess I got nothing other than that.
1: Nah, that, that that's legit. Um, it's your boy West OT, aka Umar Young, the motherfucking goddamn glue around this bitch. You play up hot though. P.O.D.N.A and Forever Young eighty nine on them Instagrams and them socials and shit. Whenever y'all can find me there, from there. If I'm not, fuck it. Um, fuck with your boy. Fuck with me though.
0: Hey, and like I say each and every week, man, the universe is way too big for your little ass problems. And I've just got to be honest with you, Wes. After this conversation with you today, I'm probably going to have nightmares about not being able to eat pizza because that is really (laughs) concerning for me. I don't want to get to a no pizza age in my life, bro. I just can't not have pizza.
1: Well, stay, stay diligent in your work, brother. Maybe you will be able to have pizza for the remaining the remainder of your days. Um, rule number one, make sure you tell a friend and tell a friend, not only about the podcast, but that I ain't your father and I ain't trying to be your father, but I can be your daddy. Um, and then rule number two, uh, mind your motherfucking business.
0: Yes, sir. We'll catch y'all next week. You have officially been dead. <laughs>